0: greetings listeners welcome to the 963 universal frequency i'm your host esther clare spreading awareness with an open heart and open mind living life and being free i have a two-part episode for you i'll let you know that the audio connection isn't the best quality i lose contact with my guest multiple times and some of the conversation is a little distorted but I think it's good enough for you to capture and comprehend. In this episode, we discuss dimensions, ayahuasca, earthbound spirits that attach themselves to the living. We read a prayer of protection, and my guest even shares his thoughts on politics and more. So a variety of topics which we further go into in the second episode. So please stay tuned for that. And without further ado, here is my guest and our conversation. Joining me for this installment of the 963 Universal Frequency is Timothy Doyle. He's connecting with me all the way from China. Timothy is an ordained metaphysical minister, a Reiki master, a certified kundalini instructor, an author of the trilogy, How to Play the Game of Life, which is The Beginner, Intermediate and Advanced Books. You're also very knowledgeable in spiritual ascension, astrology, numerology, universal law, parasites, and so much more, which we will further reveal in our discussion. I'm absolutely ecstatic to be connecting with you. I'm extremely grateful. So thank you for taking the time to converse with me today.
1: Uh, Pleased to be here.
0: And you relocated to China about eight years ago. Why did you decide on China and what has your experience been like since you've been living there?
1: Well, actually... um... Being, uh, I'm a student of the, uh, uh, the golden ones. They're, um, the co-creator gods who administer this earth. This earth is a spiritual training school and, um, they have been teaching me on the purpose of a soul's life here on earth. So whenever they tell me to do something, um, I just follow their guidance and I do what they want me to do. And back in, uh, 2014 um, I finished writing two of their books on their teachings and uh, they recommended I go to China so I sold everything I had in America and uh, moved to China in uh, May of 2014 and I've been here ever since and China is a very spiritual uh, country that people are very honest very loving very humble um the kids i what i do is i teach um english and not willingly i teach english to the students here because the parents want their children to uh to speak english so they kind of like you know grab me and says teach my child and so forth so i became a an english teacher here and the children are just like any other children in the world world they're just loving funny humble uh cute little kids yeah so that's what i do in china and i keep my website i have a website www.thepathtooneness.com, and uh i put up the spiritual teachings of the golden ones there and um there's many things on that website that can assist the soul in their soul development spiritual soul development so
0: okay and who are the golden ones
1: well you know as to i was back in 1983 i was in meditation i was uh middle of the afternoon i just came home from work and i thought i'd just get in meditation and settle down and when i went into meditation um, this golden light being appeared to me and i could see him as clearly as i'm looking at you right now and uh He was in my mind's eye. My eyes were closed. He's in my mind's eye and um, radiating golden light beam. And he took a necklace from around his neck and it floated, (laughs) floated. It's in my mind's eye. It floated from him to me. And he put the necklace around my neck. And uh, there was a tingling sensation in my body. And uh, I thought, wow, this was kind of neat. So I went out and had a necklace made like that uh, on the The necklace had a inverted triangle on the necklace. And uh, I went out and and which is the symbol of the golden ones, an inverted triangle. And so I went out and had a necklace made and I've been wearing this necklace ever since. Well, I didn't know that um, who he was at the time. Uh, Then in 2012, I was in Southern New Zealand, meditating in a group. Of these spiritual beings, join me in my meditation. I didn't see them like I saw the original one. I just felt their presence, and, and in my mind's eye, I, I saw a group come in, and I welcomed them and said hi. And they said, "We came to join you." And I, I've had many visitations in my life, so it was like, "Oh, okay, guys, hi, how you doing? Do you know, just come on in." And then uh, this, was t- this was October 2012. And then if you remember, or maybe you don't remember, but the end of the Mayan calendar was 21 December mm-hmm. 2012. Well, what, what happened was the teachings of the Golden Ones were on the planet on the, uh, the continent of Atlantis and uh, Lemur, I think it was, and it sunk about 10,000 years ago. But when it sunk, Earth migrated uh, from a fifth dimension planet into a third dimension planet, and the vibrational energy on the planet was too low for the golden ones to remain on the Earth. So, when it came back to be 21 December 2012, Earth finished its, uh, not Earth, but the solar system finished its journey around the galactic center, a journey of 25,920 years, and Earth, or the solar system and Earth moved into a fifth dimension reality, consciousness. Well, at that point in time, the vibration of the planet and solar system raised so the golden ones could come back. So I'm in, at this point in time, um, I was alone in upstate New York in February of 2013 and I, I do my yoga, kundalini yoga at 3.30 in the morning. And I always talk to my teachers. I don't know who they are. Am I psychic? Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm psychic, but I listen to, to, I was, I listen to my thoughts. Okay? And there's a program on my uh, website that will teach you to, I call it the God frequency. Tune into the God frequency in your brain. It's a discipline uh, that a soul can go through to, to listen to their thinking. So I always talk to them and I listen and so forth. And so they start talking to me. I'm alone, freezing cold, love New York, alone in my house, 3.30 in the morning. And I have these conversations as I do my yoga. And so they start talking to me and telling me things. And I, I remember laughing at them. Uh, well, I'll tell you what they told me. They told me I would become a world spiritual teacher. And I laughed at them. I says, come on. I says, do you think that there's something that I'm going to find out that hasn't already been taught in the world that's going to make me different from anybody else? And I just laughed. Well, they have. They taught me things that have not been taught on this planet for the past 10,000 years. Um, And we can discuss some of these and they're very simple teachings and how the conscious mind works and the subconscious mind works, the purpose of life here, how to remove fears and within seconds from your subconscious mind and so forth. So it's amazing what they have taught me. And um, as far as being a world spiritual teacher, well, yeah, I'm talking to you. You're in Australia and I'm in China. (laughs) So that's that's a world of difference right there. Mm -hmm. So in that respect, yeah, uh, they're right. Uh, A world spiritual teacher. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, so that's that's what happened. They started speaking to me uh, and in conversation. And then one night, they got me up at 2:30 in the morning uh, and they told me to go to my computer and write whatever I hear in my mind. So I started, went to my computer, started typing. And when I got, I read it. It took probably maybe 15 minutes to, to type it, 20 minutes. And when I read it, I said, I can't, you know, I can't put my name to this. I can't say this is from Tim Doyle. I said, how should I sign it? They said, sign it the golden ones. I says, okay, so that's the first time that they coined the phrase, the golden ones. Then through their writings, I found out that they that Earth is a spiritual training school. They are the administrators of the spiritual training school. Everybody is here in training to become a co-creator God, All right? Everybody. Now, I know there's people in this world that are corrupt abusive and so forth but it's just an indication in where they are in their training to become a spiritual co-creator god we've all gone through that process and it doesn't they tell me that we're here <laughs> until we discipline our being so we could be here forever in training so People come and go, but everybody's here in training to become a co-creator guy.
0: So those who are immoral, corrupt, and behave horrendously to others are not prime evil. They are just souls that need to be educated. Do you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> no, I know exactly what you mean. See, what happens is before you come here, you you, you don't have a mind. You don't have a consciousness you, you're guided by the heart of God, all right? So when you come to earth your first time, you receive a consciousness, and you receive free will and discernment, and the whole purpose of receiving the consciousness is so that you can create. You learn who to, how to create. We haven't, uh, before coming to earth, we didn't create. We were just guided like um, the animals in the other nature kingdoms are guided, Uh, They're guided by the heart of God. So here, we're learning how to use our mind um, constructively in accordance to the laws of nature and the principles of harmony, balance, order, and unity for the good of all. Uh, Basically, what we have to do is take on the God consciousness and the heart of God whenever we react to our experiences in life. So those that are here that are are lower level, that are ignorant or have not um, evolved spiritually, they're just, we were there at one point in time in our soul development. They're just where we were once and um, we know better. These individuals, See, when you first come here, you have no recollection of who you are. So it's like, You have to survive. So what do you do to survive? You do whatever you can to please yourself to survive. You you steal, you rob, you abuse. Um, It's like me, 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 me. You do everything for self. And then through karma and uh, certain uh, universal laws of do unto others that you want done unto you, cause and effect, Things happen to you that kind of wake you up to say, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that or maybe maybe this is why this is happening and so forth. So, Little by little, you, you come into the realization that um, there's karma and uh, you learn not to do some of the things you've done. Now, there is a Satan. Mm-hmm. There is Archangel Lucifer, all right? I say Archangel Lucifer because he is an angel of God. He has a mission. His mission is to make sure anybody who graduates from this school has been fully vetted by him, where he has tempted them in all aspects of greed, um, the sexuality, uh, power, uh, anything, and um, they did not uh, weaken to to the temptations. They overcame the temptations. So that's Lucifer's job. So and he's he, playing he with works with God. Right? So he yeah, yes, okay. yes, All right. he's playing with okay. them. Yeah. Okay.
0: Hmm. I'm thinking of Terry Pratchett and the novel that became a TV series, Good Omens. The uh the birth of Satan. And it's basically good and bad working side by side. It's quite comical. It it does make sense that ignorant people become influenced and tempted by the dark side. You mentioned before dimensions that Earth was in the fifth dimension during the time of Atlantis, and then we transitioned into the third, and then 2012, we then transitioned into the fifth dimension again. Could you please tell the listeners what these dimensions are?
1: And what they tell me is we're in the fifth dimension now, We were, which is a higher vibration from where we were um, prior to 2012, um, which was the third dimension. Third dimension is a lower vibration than the fifth dimension. The higher you go sixth and seventh dimensions, the higher the frequency and vibrational, um, vibrational aspect of the spirit and the soul is. So the the lower vibration would be like ice. A higher vibration would be water. A higher vibration would be steam, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's the rate of how something vibrates. Well, in a lower vibration, the the souls on earth are in a lower aspect of soul development. Um, There's not too many people aspiring to be uh, really good they're just getting by they're learning about their spirituality but they're basically got one foot out of being an egotistical into being well the three stages are first stage is egotistical you're just me 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 second stage is spiritual man where you come out of the being um thinking about more about thinking about self, you're now thinking about family, friends, work, community, and so forth. And then the third level is co-creator God, where you now are aware that everything vibrates in in a frequency of love. Love, doing the right thing in every moment, being conscious of your action, do unto others what you want done unto you, and you attempt to to live in that consciousness of always doing the right thing in every moment, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's Mm -hmm. where it comes in being uh, taken on the God consciousness of um, what would God do in this moment, and then just you get into that consciousness, and then you automatically become it. You automatically become it. You automatically look to see what can what's the right thing to do here? And if someone falls down, you automatically want to help them up. Someone drops something, you want to pick it up and hand it to them. Make sure that uh, you just want to help people. You you operate mm-hmm. out, out, out of a frequency of love, love for everyone, and you accept people. You accept people as they are. You don't try to change anyone or anything like that. It's like if that's the way they are, that's where they are in their development, and you accept that. Even the President of the United States, Joe Biden, (laughs) just accept He's he's serving a purpose for someone. I don't know. He definitely Uh, has a
0: purpose. He definitely has a purpose. (laughs) Yes, he does have a
1: purpose.
0: Uh, Would it be accurate to say that when we do reach these higher levels of frequency that we are then able to see things that we – haven't previously been able to see
1: you mean see things spiritually
0: yes of course but of not course. just not just in a state of meditation or in a state of some sort of energy healing walking the streets being able to see celestial beings like people that are actually things that are that you wouldn't see in the normal day life air, air quotes okay,
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> let's see I'm thinking about I'm thinking about my life. I, I have seen things where I was not in meditation, but um, I saw, well, I was in meditation. I saw the angel of death appear to me once in meditation, but I, uh, it startled me. I wasn't expecting that. Did I see, I, I used to do meditation classes and I could see angels walking in, tall angels, only in my etheric eye, not in my physical eye, all right? Uh, most, of my, most of my visitations were out of body, astral travel, in dream state. Um, once I was contacted by a UFO, a UFO um, and I, that was, I was out walking when that happened, um, but I didn't see it. They told me not to turn around. So I did not see that. I just heard their voice in my mind saying, Do not turn around. And when that happened, I remember in the Bible where that I forget whose wife it was turned around and she got turned to salt. So I wasn't (laughs) going to turn around. So I just kept walking. So, but I guess it's it's possible. Some people, I do know of some people seeing those things. Especially if they've gone into some sort of um, a retreat for a long time or in a cave and then they come out and then they have this, you know, these spiritual experiences.
0: Hmm. So, yeah,
1: it's possible.
0: I'm finding that people that have had these extraordinary experiences with ghosts or spirits, that these entities have been quite physical or they have let their presence be known. And I've only have experienced seeing celestial beings in meditation or in holistic healing treatments. And that's not to say that I don't believe the stories and that these physical things are actually happening to people. I just wanted to know what your thoughts and perspective is on these types of encounters that people are having with these forces. And are these forces part of the higher dimension?
1: No, they're not. Those are earthbound spirits. In other words, when you die, you you have like three days to reconcile your life, your carnation. And you, you you, you have a loving family, you have a wife, you have children, you're attached to them. And you have three days and your loved ones from the other side come and they try to escort you to the next level of soul development. Well, you have free will. So the soul does not have to leave. And so what they do is they want to stay. They want to stay and be around, especially here in China, I find, that a lot of the parents take, grandparents take care of the children. The parents, both parents work. So the grandparents take on, the parents live with the grandparents, and the grandparents take care of the children. And they're with the children for since they're born until uh, they're in college, and then the grandparents die, their whole life is taking care of the children. So when it comes time to death, they don't wanna leave. They wanna, they wanna stay around the family that they've lived for for a long, long time. So I come across with my students, I've come across a few students that had attachments where at nighttime they can't sleep, they see ghosts and things like that. And um, some of my students feel like someone's standing behind them and so forth. These are all uh, signs that there's an attachment, an earthbound attachment to the students. So there's, um, we have a prayer protection on the website, uh, simple prayer, and it protects you from these attachments. Um, and I know there's a lot of homes uh, that have these beings, earthbound spirits in them. And the best thing you could do is just help them along with this prayer protection, because that's what they're looking for. They come, I, it was back in 1989 when I was taking a walk, and I, I never believed in soul attachment. I said, I told my, my teachers, I said, I don't believe it. I don't think any, any spirit could be attached to me. And they must have chuckled because shortly thereafter, I'm on a walk. I I used to take my walks like three o'clock in the morning, pitch black out in the country. And I would walk and meditate and talk to my teachers. Well, this one night, I felt someone walking right behind me. And it's like, there's no streetlights, nothing. And I didn't hear anything. I just had this presence behind me. I turned around expecting to see someone. I didn't see anyone. So I just shrugged it off and said, oh, okay. And I kept walking. Well, the next night, there was a Sunday, Sunday morning. The next night, Monday night, my, my wife was getting the kids ready to go to bed. And she says, I think we need to talk to the youngest one. I says, why? He says, every time he goes into the bathroom, he looks in the mirror and he's expecting to see someone standing behind him. I went, uh-oh. I says, <laughs> <As laughs> I know. So. I had a room in my house called the green room at the meditation healing room. So I called my son up in the room, sat him down. I says, listen, um, I'm going to say this prayer. I don't know if it's going to work or not, but it's a prayer that I've been given and let me say it. And so as I was saying the prayer uh, and I finished, she says, it's gone. I says, what do you mean it's gone? He says, well, when you started to say the prayer, I could feel this, this thing spiraling around me and going up. He says, so whatever it was, it's gone. I says, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that was the prayer of protection. And I've used that many, many times to keep entities off of me and to keep entities off of other people. And people will bring these beings, these spiritual beings know that certain people can help them move to the other side. And so they'll come here looking for assistance to move on. So if you have any ghosts or anything like that, uh, you can say this prayer and help them along. I think I need it.
0: I think I need it. I will definitely take you up on that because I do often get that feeling of a presence being near me. And yeah, it's, it's usually when I'm on my own, but I can, it feels so close to the point where I can now feel it walking in and out of the room and it, it's everywhere. <laughs> I don't know if it's the
1: same want, one
0: or if it's multiple. They
1: want you, yeah. They want you to help them move to the other side. They really do. They're trapped here. Okay. They trapped, and they can't go on to their soul development until someone assists them to go to the other side. And if you say this prayer, they're gone in a second. They'll, they, they, they love you for it. Okay. okay. I'm. That's the I'm, best thing you. It's the best thing you could do for these entities, these, these earthbound trap souls for trap.
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay. No, I definitely will grab it. And that's on your website.
1: Yeah, it's called the Prayer of Protection. Prayer of Protection. Very, very short prayer. And memorize it. It's very easy to memorize because if you're out in the public walking around, these entities will see your vibration and they'll attack, uh, uh, attach to you. Because they know you will help them, so when you find yourself doing things that you normally don't do, like you overcome that habit and now you wanna, you wanna have a beer or a whiskey, and you go, <laughs> "I don't drink." Maybe like the prayer of protection.
0: Ah, because I have heard that. I have heard that they because they want to experience life again, they can actually take control of your body, and so you know if you start becoming an alcoholic or you know, doing things that you and don't you're normally thinking. do. And thinking. you thinking too. Oh, yes. now I'm thinking, I'm looking back now thinking, have I done anything that's really out of the ordinary? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> podcasting is a recent thing. <laughs> no, okay, interesting. No, I, and that was the other thing I... Now, are they in your house right now?
1: Are they in your house right now? Yes. Would you like to say the prayer of protection and get rid of them?
0: I think I will. Right now.
1: You want to, right now. Do you want to say it right now? I can I. we can say it together.
0: Okay, I let's say, say it together. It
1: and you can yes. Okay. Okay. Let me. Okay. Now. I normally memorize this, so, <laughs> and it just comes out. Now that I'm, I'm going to say it, and I have to think about it, I don't know if it'll come out. Okay. All right. um, I surround myself.
0: I surround myself.
1: In a circle of light.
0: In a circle of light.
1: In an armor of love.
0: In an armor of love.
1: In which nothing can remain.
0: Which nothing can remain.
1: Nothing can penetrate.
0: Nothing can penetrate.
1: Unlike divine love itself.
0: Unlike divine love itself.
1: And I ask my teachers.
0: And I ask my teachers.
1: To remove all energies and entities.
0: To remove all energies and entities.
1: Unlike divine love.
0: Unlike divine love.
1: Take them to thy father.
0: Take them to thy father. Father,
1: for light and liberation.
0: For light and liberation.
1: The Mother, Father God.
0: The Mother, Father God.
1: Freeze these souls.
0: Freeze these souls.
1: And these entities.
0: And these entities.
1: And I accept.
0: And I accept
1: no reversal.
0: No reversal.
1: For the treatment of these energies.
0: For the treatment of these energies. Amen. Amen.
1: They should be gone.
0: It feels very now, quiet. I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> it feels very quiet. <laughs> now, I don't know. I I felt some I felt something here. I don't know if you felt something there.
0: I did. I did okay. feel something. Yeah, yeah. It feels it feels Usually really quiet. And I'm, I'm, I'm in the usually <laughs> Sorry.
1: Usually you'll feel the energy in you going up.
0: Mm, I did. I felt as if no, I, I was holding you're... my breath maybe, or yeah. And I got a little lightheaded.
1: Yeah. All right. So use it, use it to protect yourself. Okay. Okay. And you're doing these earthbound beings, s- so much pleasure they're so thankful that you have helped them to move to the other side so you're not doing anything uh malicious or anything like that as to you you're doing a loving spiritual goddess act is what you're doing
0: okay all right so now have i opened the doorway for them to to come to me more now <laughs> because <that's-> well <laughs>
1: <laughs> um see what happens is The more you become um, disciplined in your thinking and action, and you have no fears, you vibrate at a higher frequency. And when you vibrate at a higher frequency, children and these entities, spiritual entities can see you. I don't know if you notice children looking at you, like when you walk by in a supermarket and little kids will stare at you and things Mm -hmm. like that, they see your light ah they see your light
0: okay ah I thought it was because I look funny (laughs) but it does (laughs) it does (laughs) but it does it does it makes a lot of sense in in terms of uh when I have ventured off on my own and and I've never been scared I've never had that feeling of what's out there but I can tell that there's something around me um well, I have in the past, I haven't recently, but working with children. So I've gone and worked in orphanages and things like that. And I've always had a really good connection with babies and, and children. You've had some experiences with ayahuasca. Oh, yeah. Yep. in
1: 1999, my teachers guided me to take a trip. They says, go take a trip with some shamans. So I got on the Internet. I found I searched for shamans. I found shamans in Peru and I said, okay, I'll schedule a trip for this to, to go see these shamans in Peru, not knowing what I was going to experience or anything like that. And so it was a 10 day journey. And so um, we flew into Lima. And then we took another flight into, I think it was like Iquitos, Iquitos, And then we took a boat, I took a boat ride up into the jungle. <laughs> where there was no electricity and no running water, uh, tarantulas around, cockroaches a foot long. And um, when we got there, there was only 16 of us. And the shaman was a uh, gentleman from uh, Tennessee. He was an American shaman who married a, a Peruvian woman. And he, he was studying to become a shaman. Excuse me. And, um, they said, his name was Howard. And someone on the boat said, Howard, when are we gonna drink? And I said, w- what do you mean drink? They go drink the ayahuasca. I couldn't even pronounce the name. I go, "I, I- drink what? <laughs> this is yeah, we're here to drink the ayahuasca. And so I kind of chuckled because my teachers knew that I was there to drink the ayahuasca. I didn't know I was there to drink the ayahuasca. So that was my first year there Uh, December into December of 2000, I went back for the next five years and drank the ayahuasca. It was one of the most spiritual experiences. And plus, I got a lot of um, teachings from the golden ones during the ceremonies. But have you ever done the ayahuasca?
0: I haven't. I've been to Peru, but I, I never knew it existed either, even in my travel there. It was only until maybe a couple of years ago that people started talking about what is ayahuasca and I started to look into it, yeah. so No, I don't know it. But we do have here in Australia, we have what's called golden wattle, which the Indigenous Aboriginals use and it's similar or it has some form of DMT in it that they use. And I'm not too sure how they cook it or drink it or how they melt it down, but I think it's quite similar.
1: It probably is. We had to go out and um, cut down some bushes and and twigs and the the shaman cook there told us what to get then we spent a day cutting it up real fine and then he cooked it and then that lasted us for the 10 days we were drinking there it is the most terrible oily tasting (laughs) thing you'd want to taste and you don't you just you don't sip it you just put it down and you don't even try and let it touch your tongue you just drink it and swallow it, it's terrible. Well, anyways, during the ceremonies, the first part of the ceremony is you journey to clear your, any blockages in your, your consciousness, your, your subconscious mind and being. And then the last part of the ceremony, um, the ceremony lasts about six hours. And the last part of the ceremony, you get visions. You get visions like, like you're watching television. The visions are such beautiful visions, clear. you're um, Like you're watching a color TV with beautiful colors. The graphics are amazing and um, you get these visions and the visions are, if you had any questions going to Peru um, before you drink, you get the answers and visions and it was amazing. And um, so, I had I had two questions when I went. Well, one of my questions was um, was Earth <laughs> was, was Earth a choice or were we being is it a jail? Uh, I wanted to know what Earth was, and so what they showed me. My first vision was they showed me as like a king sitting in a throne, and I had a staff in my left hand and I had a rod in my right hand. I had all these royal garbs on. I had a crown on my head. I was sitting on, I, actually I was sitting in a chair on top of the world and a, the finger of God came across the universe. I had the, I had the, all the, the stars in front of me in the sky and the finger of God came across pointing to a little star down in the corner and it said choice. Uh, so it told me that, well, coming to earth was a choice. So I said, okay. But then later I found out that it's a choice to come here, but you have to be approved by the Galactic Council to come to Earth and train as a co-creator God. And only the elite of their solar system who evolved in, I don't know how they measure it in their solar systems can come to Earth and train as a co-creator God. You get a choice. You can either train as a co-creator God or you can train as an angel. You get a choice which one you want to do. So uh, we came here and we uh, we were here to train as uh, co-creator gods. So,
0: so the Galactic Council, are the Golden Ones the Galactic Council?
1: No, the Golden Council. Ones are not the Galactic Council. Okay. The Golden Ones... The golden ones are co-creator gods who are at the. Oh my goodness gracious! They're like they're like gods. They're like uh, we we. There's a main god that created everything, and then everybody else is a god. When you evolve to that level of of consciousness, you, you're a god. Now some gods become um, caretakers of solar systems. Some gods are become uh, caretakers of galaxies, um, some of a star and a planet and so forth. So it depends on, on your level of, of development, spiritual development, where you are. I, I did meditation once with my group and we went to the sun and during the meditation the sun is made up of all these radiating gold light beings. And uh, when, we, when we went on a meditated journey, and I, I was like, it wasn't intended, we were just going to take a trip. I didn't know where the trip was going to go. We took this journey. I thought we were going to go to a moon, um, but we went to the, to the sun, and there was these billions of, light beings, golden light beings making up the sun. And I thought, wow, is that where we're eventually gonna go? I don't know. So I was, I was kind of, you know, taken back by that, that the sun is made up of all these radiating golden light beings. Um, <clears throat> but to get back to your question, the Blackjack Council, there's, there's, there's a police force it rules the galaxy and it's. Uh, oh, one time I was told I was part of this police force, um, I can't th- think of the name right now, but the Galactic Council is made up of many entities from different um, star systems that come together that uh, send representatives to Earth to change. So it's, it's, I don't know how many is on the Galactic Council, uh, Esther. I just know that the Golden Ones work for um, the Galactic Council in administrating uh, this training school here. Mm-hmm. Now, the training school, see, basically from what I understand, not being an expert on this or anything, is that the Golden Ones run the Earth Spiritual Training School. They have complete control over the school, and they work with all the forces here, um, including Archangel Lucifer and the Galactic Council, uh, they're 12th dimension beings, and they determine um, who's qualified to come and incarnate on Earth and train to become a co-creator God. So that's basically all I know, uh, Esther. as that relationship goes and so forth. Now, the Golden Ones have taught me um, basically their t- teachings. Um, there's three books on the website that are free to download based on their teachings and guidance. Uh, most of everything they taught me, <clears throat> I had to live it to validate if it was true or not. <clears throat> I couldn't just Put something in the book that I didn't experience, even um, entities or parasites, uh, removing parasites in the healing and so forth. I had to experience everything to validate what they were telling me. So they would wake me up. I'd write one morning at 2.30 in the morning. I'd write something. And then throughout the day, I would experience it. And then on the deeper levels, by going and drinking the ayahuasca and some of their experiences, I was taught other things. And that didn't make sense to me at the time, but over the years, um, I got additional information that, that just like proved um, how something works. For example, the healing on um, what's on your light body, fears and, and unhealthy thoughts and feelings and how to remove them instantaneously. Esther, um, do you have any fears?
0: Yes, shocks. <laughs> sharks are my fear uh, uh what else do i fear uh i don't fear death i i oh that's it's i don't think i really fear much at all it's my that might be my ego there Youth. but sharks is definitely you know, an ego sh- definitely sharks is number what one. what do you mean sharks Sharks, what as do in you mean sh- shots? sharks, S H A R K. sharks in the water, in the ocean.
1: Oh, sharks in the water. Mm. Oh, would but you I tra- like to get rid of that fear?
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Right now. Okay. We can uh,
1: do it in 15 seconds.
0: Okay. Let's do it.
1: All right. I'll explain. To- we'll do it first. And then okay. I'll explain how these fears get on the body. Okay. Okay. So, very simple process. You put your left hand above your navel on your third chakra. Okay. Okay. That's where the fear is. Okay. Your right hand on your heart. All right. So, what we're going to do is transfer the fear from your subconscious mind, from your light body, and we're going to release it in love through your heart. All right. Mm-hmm. So now the f- thing you have to do is bring the fear up. You have to think of the fear. as if that you're in the water and there's a shark near you and you actually feel the fear. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you got do it. this?
0: I've got it. I've got the fear. You ready? hmm.
1: Okay. All right. Rel- repeat after me. This feeling is not mine.
0: This feeling is not mine.
1: This feeling does not belong to me.
0: This feeling does not belong to me.
1: I release this feeling in love. I release this feeling in love.
0: Now and forever. Amen. Amen. Did I get all of that prayer? I feel as if it cut out a little bit there, but I I think I said the whole prayer.
1: Oh. I think, yeah, you said the whole thing. Um, How do you feel?
0: Uh, light, light, as in I feel. Um, Can
1: you find the fear now.
0: No, but I'm not in the water. <laughs> I, I'm trying to feel what I would feel if it was swimming now, past see? me, <laughs> but I can't. Um, no, no. Mm-mm. I'm envisioning a shark coming swimming by me. It's I have gone. a lot. I have a lot of those dreams. Yeah, it's. It's not what it feel, felt like when I was really thinking about it. So, yeah, I definitely feel as if a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. I don't really. Um, it's okay. probably the best way to describe it.
1: Now, if you. Yeah, the, the, the fear is gone. Now, if you keep looking for it, <laughs> you may bring it back. OK. OK. Right. So a lot of people's. uh They don't understand, a a fear is a parasite. Again, it's like Mm -hmm. a, um, like a a earthbound uh, entity. Mm -hmm. It takes control of your mind because the, the purpose of a fear is to keep you from developing spiritually, all right? It's, it's a tool of uh, Lucifer. It's one of his tools, Mm -hmm. okay, to keep you from ascending. So they're like parasites. Uh, we have uh, physical parasites. These are emotional parasites. They affect your thinking, and they will stop you from... And you, your conscious mind can only have one thought at a time. You, If you're thinking about sharks, you can't be thinking about love, right? Uh, mm-hmm. What are you thinking about? Sharks or love, what do you want to think about? So fears <laughs> keep you from focusing on your development, your spiritual development, okay? okay? They're parasites.
0: So what are parasites right. exactly? Are they? Now. Yeah, sorry, go. I was, I was just going to say, are parasites what we find in food and in the air or are parasites an actual entity?
1: It's an actual entity that will play with your, your thinking, just like an, it will influence your thinking. All right. They do not want to be removed from you. Their, their job is to keep you in fear. So if you're going to, if you, they know that you're going to remove them, they're going to say, Oh, fear that that prayer doesn't work. And fears are don't hurtful. Uh, how often are you going to go to the water? You're not going to go to the water. So <laughs> the, the fear of a shark, that's not going to bother you. So they'll play with your mind that um, it's not important to remove the fears, but you're here in training. Gods and goddesses don't have fears, okay? Mm-hmm. You have to remember that. They don't have unhealthy feelings towards others or towards themselves. So any unhealthy feelings towards others or yourself, Esther, get rid of it. This feeling's not mine. doesn't belong to me. I release this feeling in love now and forever. Amen. It's that simple, all right? anything that bothers you outside of you remove it all right it shouldn't affect you you're a goddess you have to remember you're a goddess and take on their consciousness and goddesses don't have unhealthy feelings or thoughts about self or others or fears
0: because how do we obtain these types of feelings so for example, say a child who's scared of the dark because there's something that they're afraid of. They obviously have got that thought from somewhere. So would that be a parasite or would that just be?
1: Let's, let's, let's take a little child okay. and he's gets set to bed and the child doesn't want to go to sleep. And the parent says, you go to sleep or else the boogeyman's going to get you. Now, the child now thinks, oh, something in the dark is going to get me. So they be, um, your conscious mind, your conscious mind um, has can only do, the purpose of the conscious mind is to validate everything you see. So if I said two plus two is nine, your conscious mind would say, no, that's not right. All right? Mm-hmm. If you say two plus two is four, then your conscious mind says that's the truth. And I'll store it into my light body and my subconscious mind is a truth. So one of little child is laying in bed and the parent says, a boogie man is going to get you if you don't go to sleep the child's going to believe a, a fear is introduced into a little one. Right. Right? Yes. And, do you understand that? Yes. Uh, let's take another example. Let's say you go swimming and you see a shark or you, someone near you gets bitten by a shark. Ah, you know there's someone that sharks can bite and you now think, oh my God, I'm afraid of sharks. You take on that fear, you create, you take that fear on and you bring it in because you know that's true, that sharks can bite and hurt people. Mm-hmm. So you take that on and bring it into your subconscious mind. Now, all we're doing is telling you that it's like taking a, a on your phone. You take a bad picture, you just go and you delete it. All right, that's simple. Yeah, it really is simple. <laughs> unhealthy thought or feel. Mm. You have an unthought, uh, unhealthy thought, or feeling, or a fear, you just go in and take it off your light body. It's part of the training that the golden ones want to get out to people because most people have fears and they do not. Know how to deal with them. And the people in psychology or psychiatrists, they don't know either. They don't know it's a very simple process. So if you went to a psychologist or a psychiatrist for your fear of shark, you may be laying down on a sofa for six months before you eventually, maybe you might get rid of it. I don't know. But it's very simple to do. Very simple process.
0: That did feel very simple to do didn't take much, much time at all to, to do that. How often would you say someone would need to, to do that?
1: When I first was taught that prayer, I would do it 10, 15 times a day. Everything that bothered me. I thought, why is this bothering me? This feeling's mm-hmm. not mine. Doesn't belong to me. I really shouldn't love. I just, it would be like um, taking a sip of water. Uh, I would just get rid of that unhealthy feeling. I would do it maybe in the, in the beginning 10, 15 times a day. And then maybe as the weeks went on, maybe one or two times a day. Uh, now, maybe once a month, something might bother me. Uh, if I'm shopping in the market <laughs> and there's some old people in front of me <laughs> going too slow and they irritate me, <laughs> I'm ashamed to say. So I'll have to say, oh, this feeling's not mine. The feeling doesn't belong to me. I release this feeling of love now and forever. Amen. <laughs> but it works I've done it all over the world and it works instantaneously okay? Mm-hmm. You, okay you can teach that to anyone you can teach that to someone you can teach it to your friends to your parents to your loved ones very simple to do if they believe you mm. That's that's you know
0: so you have to have some form of belief in in a prayer anyway don't you think? So anyone, even if they're religious, they they have to have some form of belief to to be, for it to come true. Do you not think, not that you have to be
1: religious or spiritual, but you have
0: to have belief.
1: I guess you have to, you have to have, if something works and you don't know why it works, do you have to believe in a God or a spirit or something like that? Well, first of all, do you believe in chakras? Do you believe that your your subconscious mind is in your third chakra? Mm. I don't know. I mean, oh I, I have taught people that don't know anything, don't know anything about chakras and they just follow along and they go, oh yeah, that worked. So they don't have to know how it works, just that it works.
0: I admit, I admit I'm one of those people. <laughs> I don't know how it works, but I believe it, like I just know it's there and it. And yeah, it works.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I don't need a, a doctor or a scientist to tell me that I have chakras. I just know it. It's weird.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you meditate, right?
0: I do frequently okay. and for long have periods you, of time.
1: Okay. Have you hit any experiences during your meditation?
0: Yes. And I was going to ask you about this and I, I, I do see some really good things majority of the time. Things are always making me feel. Oh, sometimes I laugh. I burst out laughing. Uh, sometimes I can go into a, a meditated straight uh, place straight away, so it doesn't take very long. Uh, so I have really, really good days, and then just a few, not many bad days. Uh, but there are times when I see things that I can't explain. But I, I am seeing, which is what I was going to ask you about, I'm not somebody that likes to research too much what I'm seeing when it comes to meditation or these types of experiences because I don't want it to convolute my mind. I want to I want to get to a point where I'm comfortable and I go, okay, now I'm going to start researching what I'm seeing if it keeps happening. And, and I'm seeing blue people a lot. And I also do yeah. have, have a lot of dreams when... I am I feel as if I'm on another planet and I again I'm with blue people I never see myself there's been maybe one or two times I can remember where I've been outside of my body but I'm usually seeing it through my eyes and I feel like I'm human but I can tell that they well that I'm not because I'm with these people and I'm always in these scenarios where I'm helping someone or they're helping me or we're in some sort of battle or we're always helping each other in some way and and yeah so they're, they're quite large beings they're they're blue uh they don't always look the same in every single scenario they might have slight differences in them but I'm seeing them I see them quite often and I had had a few conversations with some people and they had brought up octurian and i haven't looked too much into octurians yet but that's just a couple of people have brought that to my attention they've just said perhaps you are octurian and i guess that's going to open up an, another realm of celestial beings and other planets so i just wanted to get your perspective
1: well our Ar- are seventh dimension Of beings and their masters of emotions. When I was working with the prayer, the prayer to remove um, fears, um, they came to me and they're the ones that told me they were emotional parasites. Mm -hmm. And they explained to me um, how they are, their, their natures, and how they take over the body. I used to say they were fears. They said no, they're parasites, and I went really, and um, basically this. I didn't see them. They came in through my meditation, and uh, because the the prayer to remove emotional parasites started in 1999 when I went to do the ayahuasca. Then I saw the vision of the light body, in about 2004, where gummy substance were on the light body and the, and the the body couldn't, the light body couldn't they were like um, guitar strings, a golden uh, strings in the light body but they couldn't vibrate because they had a gummy substance on it which were the fears mm-hmm. and so uh, mm-hmm. then I was in a spiritual council in Australia um, oh My God, what's the capital of Australia up and up?
0: The capital is Canberra, but the most renowned city is Sydney, New South Wales.
1: Sydney, yeah. I was in Sydney in in, uh, 2012 and um, Thoth came through uh, and he explained how to put your hands there and remove it. And so then I took it home and I was working with it in my meditation is when the Archerians came to me and told me they're emotional parasites. And you need to take them off your light body, and such and such. And so they they completed the the cycle of the whole process of how it works, how you get it on, and how it uh, how to take it off, and how they affect the being, and so forth. So, um, but Archerians are um, seventh dimension beings, and they're masters of emotions. Now, I don't know, Blue, when you were sinking Blue, I was tuning in, um, you know, I've always used the prayer protection to protect me on my meditations. Uh, when I first started to meditate many, many years ago, I, was I would get into meditation and I would open myself up to unhealthy entities. So um, I was given the prayer protection and I always say it before going into meditation. I say it because I have a lot of people coming into my house, my school kids and their parents. I say it every day to clear my house from anything. So you might try to see if that doesn't enhance your meditations by saying the prayer protection before you go in Esther, okay? Then you just feel comfortable because a a lot of times, Many many things happened to me in my body when I was in uh, meditation, but because I said the prayer of protection, I knew that it had to be divine. I didn't. Uh, I didn't have that concern. Like, oh, is this negative? I didn't have that question. I knew if it was happening to me, mm. it was the will of God for mm. for me to experience this. So I just learned to relax. Uh, whatever happened to me. Mm-hmm. So, you might want to. Have that feeling that you're always protected, regardless of who visits you.
0: Mm, I I will be honest, I do feel safe and protected. And I often feel as if someone says it to me when I meditate. Like I can I can hear a woman's voice saying it to me. She she'll okay. actually say, You are safe, you are protected, and we love you. That that, happens. Oh, okay, good. that that happens quite frequently, but but are you but you're saying that it's I'm I'm seeing things that I sh- that are parasites. Is that correct? So Octurians are no, parasites. No, no,
1: no, no. Oh, no, they're not parasites. No, they're, no, 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 no. They're masters of emotions. Oh, they're they masters? No, they taught me that that fears are parasites, not oh, material.
0: Sorry, I got a bit confused with what you were saying.
1: So. Okay. No, 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 no. Our charions, our turians are very good.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Cause yeah, that was, that, that's also my concern. That's something I fear. fear. I fear experiencing or seeing something in meditation <laughs> that is demonic or sinister. And, and I actually have, no. I feel as if I have experienced something sinister, but I, um, I, w- I felt as if it was more afraid of me than I was of it. Gl- gliding in darkness, so I'm gliding in darkness. And that I have this, it's like an orb or it looks like an orb. It's this light that's in front of my chest. And as I'm gliding, Superman style, um, I can see the ground. You can see that it's like a headlight. And I can see these creatures moving away from the light. And then when I get to the top of this peak, I turn around, and I just see all these really weird-looking demonic creatures that look a bit like Gollum, but they're really ugly. They're not as they're nowhere near as cute as Gollum. And they're just all staring up at me, but they look frightened. And then and then that's kind of the I go to the next part. I can't really remember the, the next right, part of right, my right. meditation. But yeah, stuff like that. I see that stuff. And then that's when I go. What did I just see? Is that right? Why am I seeing things like that? Because I get to a state where yes. I completely think of nothing anymore, and I get I go off to places that are I, I feel as if I've been there before, but that I know that they're not actual places here on Earth, and it's great and I f- it feels wonderful, but then all of a sudden it switches into this um, negative sort of images, but then it goes back and forth, so I feel as if I'm Jumping or moving into different planes of dimensions, I'm not sure.
1: Well, p- play with the prayer protection and see how that works with you before you go into meditation. Okay. If that uh, m- might keep those um, demonic little beings from <laughs> from um, interfering with you, I've had I had a friend that would see those demonic beings. Mm -hmm. and she was a psychic, and she would see them as, um, in fact, she says that, you know what, it's crazy, it's like greed, she would see them as like, um, oh my god, as um, parasites, yeah, like Mm. parasites, she would see them like, like. and they would, they would be, uh, they would be in her way and then she walks. She'd see these these black creatures running out of her way too. Mm. But she'd actually see them in her walking life. She could see them. Yeah. Oh my god. So fortunately, I haven't had that experience.
0: Okay. But,
1: <laughs> damn, damn. See, that's why if you can't uh, can't control where you're going, the prayer protection before you start will just relieve ease your mind that you're going to be okay no matter what happens to you.
0: Okay. I'll definitely have to try that, the prayer of protection.
1: Prayer protection. It will ease your mind. Um, I always say it. Uh, one time when the angel of death appeared to me, I, I opened, I said the prayer of protection. Um, <clears throat> and as soon as I said the prayer of protection, in my face was this skeleton with rags all over it and for a second I was taken back and then I said wait a minute I said the prayer of protection this must be good I says who are you he says I'm the angel of death and then we had a conversation so um it was just that if you say the prayer of protection then you know that whatever happens is divine orchestrated by the divine for your development
0: Yes, I think I will start doing that for sure. Cuz yeah, I would just like to have those. I mean, like I said, I I do experience a lot of the time really lovely places and lovely feelings. And like I said, sometimes I laugh and I feel after meditating I've got lots of love in my heart. So the majority of the time it I'd say 8 of the time it's a really good experience even when I do experience the things that seem a little odd bizarre I I don't think it a bad thing I mean it just it just throws me off a little bit as to why I'm seeing those types of things but for sure I will definitely start doing a a prayer beforehand so you have explained the role of the golden ones and how earth is a spiritual training school for souls that are reincarnated over and over again until they reach a high frequency. What happens when the soul has reached its full potential? Do they get to move on to the next realm or are they in this never ending cycle of development?
1: Well, eventually, like I said, um, we reincarnate we, we to change genders Mm-hmm. to experience life as cultures, to experience life in different religions. The purpose of reincarnation is that we, we're here to experience um, everything in life, to learn truth and wisdom. Uh, and so we change genders, we change uh, nationalities, we change cultures, we change religions, so that we learn wisdom In all aspects of life experiences, we learn it as parents, we learn it as children, we learn it as grandparents, and different different experiences with different people. So, the whole purpose of reincarnation is to learn wisdom. Now, we're in the point now where we're uh, telling, my teachers tell me, we're in the uh, golden age where we don't have to die, we can live to be thousands of years old, as long as we keep our body at us from um, negative energies and um, attuned to the frequency in the God mind where we're listening to our, to our teachers, our, our guidance in all times. Now, Esther, let me ask you something. Um, how's your health?
0: I feel as if it's good. I have never had any issues. Other okay. uh, uh, than my okay. detached, I had detached retinas um, would be now, to, well, that was in 2000 and s- 2017 and that was unexplained. So nobody knew why I got detached retinas. Okay. Um, and okay. yeah, there was, there was no trauma to the eyes or anything like that. So that was probably the only time I've ever been in hospital and I'll knock on wood.
1: Okay. So basically you don't get ill, do you?
0: I don't know. I mean, I've gotten when I came back from New Zealand, okay. I got I got influenza, but I think that I I'm not too sure. I'm not a scientist. I don't really understand influenza, but I think I actually caused my own sickness, maybe. I either got it on the plane of somebody, okay. or it was from me trekking out because I got really cold and I was wet for a good couple of days and I wasn't able to change my clothing. But when I got back to Australia, I was sick. I was sick. I was bedridden. So about two weeks I had, and they said that I had influenza. Okay.
1: Okay. There's a mixture. The secret to keep your body healthy is to keep your body in an alkaline environment. Mm -hmm. Okay. Your body is either acidic or it's uh, alkalinic. If it's acidic, all diseases live in an acid environment in the body. It cannot live in uh, cancer, viruses, colds, anything cannot live in the body if your body is alkaline. And to raise the alkalinity in your body you can measure the alkalinity in your body with pH strips. Do you know pH strips? Yep, you take a pH strip, you put it in your mouth, and it tells you whether your body is alkaline or not. Okay? If your body is not alkaline, you can raise the alkalinity by drinking, a squeeze a half a lemon with a teaspoon of bacon soda in 10 ounces of water, and that will immediately raise the alkalinity in your body. All right, mm-hmm. it will ward off anything. If you have a condition, you might have to drink it two or three times. All right, mm-hmm. but it's on the website under body and pH strips. All right, the formula is there for if you're interested. Okay? okay, sure. And it's good for your parents or any of your friends or loved ones to keep them healthy. All right? okay, no one needs to be unhealthy. Uh, so that is the purpose of right now the age we're in the age at the golden age and since we moved to the fifth dimension on december 21st 2012 and we don't have to die because we if we consciously attempt to do the right thing in every moment there's no need to die right we don't have to die
0: we might wrap it up there because i have a feeling the disconnection might happen again and maybe we can do another episode on astral travel it's just a shame that the connection keeps dropping out so uh i guess to wrap it up perhaps you could give some advice or some recommendations for the listeners that are skeptical that you know that you know they might not have a spiritual belief or they don't believe in holistic health or anything like that They're, they're just you know all of this is a bit of an overwhelming conversation. So what advice could you give those people?
1: I was trained by these co-creator gods. I mean, literally training me, speaking to me, creating my life experiences so that I could share it with everyone else. So to make their life better, how to remove fears, how to keep your body healthy, how to, how to protect you if you want to stay, live to be in this age of the golden age. So I do my yoga every day. I talk to my teachers every day. Um, I just follow their advice and, and follow the guidance of doing the things to keep me healthy, keep my body free from negative thinking, to think mm-hmm. like a god, um, to treat women like goddesses. There's, there's a way that um, you have to treat people. Um, gods treat goddesses, ladies, like goddesses. And there's a responsibility that a god has in the relationship and living on earth here. Um, and so you, you take on their, their consciousness of acting like a god, mm-hmm. acting like a god. And women should be acting like goddesses um, and take on their consciousness. Never fear anything never have any um, negative thoughts towards anyone or towards yourself and just accept yourself as you are and accept others as they are and learn. We're here to learn. So. Um, okay. I know. I know it's, it's, some people will laugh, but.
0: What are your thoughts of the future with all the crazy nonsense that's been happening? Are you thinking that. like the- what
1: you can't, you, can't, <laughs> you can't believe the media. you cannot believe the media you cannot believe what's on tv (laughs) um i don't i don't believe in any of that there's a reason for everything and the corruption see what's happening is we're in the fifth dimension now and all the corruption that is on the planet now is left over from the third dimension now the fifth dimension is moving in and the good people are getting rid of the corrupt people. So the future is gonna be very, very bright. I uh, just, I wish it would happen sooner, but um, what, what Putin is doing in, in Ukraine is good. Okay. Put, uh, Putin, it, Putin is working with Trump and uh, Chairman Xi of China, Ch- Trump, China, and Russia are working together to remove the corruption off of Ukraine, Taiwan, even Australia. The corruption in Australia and yeah. in Canada.
0: Okay, so it's a ta- it's a time so. Putin a good guy. I have been hearing this from the grapevine. There is a theory out there. So,
1: oh well. See, you can't believe he's. You know what he's <laughs> doing right now. He's destroying the chemical factories that were set up from the Wuhan lab when um, Obama was then president, uh, was president, and they channeled money into Ukraine to develop uh, chemical labs to support the Wuhan in China, and what, um, what um, Putin is doing right now, he's destroying those facilities. He's not destroying people. He's destroying the facilities that they set up to make chemical weapons, and Putin doesn't want those those biological, chemical uh, weapons that are close to Russia, and so he's destroying them. Now, when Trump was president, he destroyed. He went to Africa uh, in Afghanistan, and he destroyed all the the drug um, storehouses, because the government uh, Afghanistan, copies, and so forth, selling them all over the world. Trump went in and destroyed all the the drug warehouses in Afghanistan. Putin's doing the same to the chemical companies in uh, uh, Ukraine. They're getting rid of the moth little by little. A lot of corruptions, a lot of pedophilias, a lot of things going on that they don't share in the media. You're not going to hear it in the media. You're not going to hear it in the media.
0: Certain, you've got
1: to listen to certain media outlets.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Certain media outlets know the truth.
0: Are you a QAnon fan by any chance? What's that? Qanon. Are you a Qanon am I fan? What? Qanon.
1: Say so Q A N O N. I am a, a Trump supporter. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I haven't signed anything to say I'm a Qanon. I, I listen, and I'm a Trump supporter. He will be. He will be Trump. He's still he's still the president. He's still the president. He's okay. making decisions. Now, even though Biden's in the White House, uh, Trump is still making the decisions and he will be back in power. He will be back.
0: Okay. And Russia,
1: China, and the United States will work together.
0: I, I kind of felt, felt as if China and America were working together before. I could be completely wrong, but I always felt as if they had, were, were always working together.
1: And, uh, Trump and Chairman Xi, they they work together. Trump, Russia, uh, Trump, Putin, Russia, China, the Middle East—they're all working together um, to remove the corruption, even the corruption in the Catholic Church.
0: Okay, I, I'm I'm actually very surprised, Tim. I was not expecting. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to come out with that. You know, it's not. It's not. Fun. Oh, I. I. Um. I do. I am on a Telegram group, and I. And I do know people okay. that. Uh. That do share the information. Yeah, there's still some things that I'm a little bit unsure of, and I. And I wasn't too sure about Trump's position. So. Oh. Um, yeah.
1: That's okay.
0: Yeah, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not very good with politics and I always just perceive anyone in power.
1: Trump is, I, yeah, they'll do anything to discredit Trump. Okay. Mm. So when the media is trying to discredit Trump, then there must be something good about him. Okay. Mm. So Trump will be back in power. Now (laughs) uh, let um let me ask you a question can you buy gold in australia
0: yes i believe so i'm not familiar with it you can well um, i've never afford- i've never done it i'm sure you can buy physical gold i believe it's called bullions and um i i think it was illegal at a point in time around the 1970s and yeah i I know in Kalgoorlie, which is a city that's um, northeast from Perth, you know where we have some or well, quite a few mining sites out there. If you have a permit, also known as permission, to search for gold, you can find it and trade it. And then there are a few places in Perth that manufactures and sells gold, silver bars, and coins.
1: Um, is that do what you, you buy mean? It from a government? Yeah, do you buy it from a government facility?
0: I'm quite sure it's owned by the government. Are
1: you sure it's gold?
0: Yeah, no, I don't know. Don't quote me on any of that. I've not done it, so I don't know.
1: <laughs> but can you buy gold? Can you go to a government place and buy gold? See, in China, we oh. can go to a, a Chinese bank and buy gold. Gold, gold is going to skyrocket very soon. So if you could invest in gold, it would be good for your future. That's what okay. I'm saying. I give you that tip. Okay. There.
0: All right. I'll take you on that tip.
1: Gold, <laughs> gold or silver, if you can invest in it, very good for your future.
0: Okay. Are the we financial talking financial future? Are we talking about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency?
1: No, not Bitcoin. Okay. The actual metal, the actual okay. metal.
0: Okay. Silver
1: coins, gold coins, and so forth.
0: All right. I will definitely keep that in mind. Where, where can my listeners find you for more information?
1: Uh, my website, www.thepathtooneness.com.
0: Great. And are there any other services that you provide?
1: Uh, free consultation. If they, uh, if anyone going to the website, all my products are free to download, except for the astrology and numerology reports, because I have to actually do some work to uh, generate them, but it's a modest cost. But all the products are free, Uh, all the information's free, Uh, tons of information, and uh, yeah, just, just free to download. And free consultation. Um, they can, if they go to the website, they want to talk to me about a situation in their life. Um, free consultation, and just like to set up a meeting like this, and and we talk, and we'll discuss what's what's bothering them, or if they just want to talk, we'll talk.
0: Yeah. Okay. Great. Fantastic. There's just so much more I wanted to talk to you about. Like I said, we might have to do another episode where we can further discuss all of those other topics if that's all right but yeah
1: as sure it would be my pleasure to have another session with you okay
0: oh yeah so i really enjoyed connecting with you i I felt there was definitely yeah good connection and yes i everything that you said is yeah yeah Yeah. completely agree with. (laughs) yeah good energy um okay so we'll leave it there and thank you again for taking the time out really appreciate it good energy
1: (laughs) ah to my pleasure all right we'll talk to you later
0: so that ends the conversation for the first episode with Timothy Doyle I trust that you learned something and if not maybe you'll learn something in the next episode so please stay tuned and please people have an open heart have an open mind live your life and be free